Hello everyone, uh, it's Bryce. Just before this podcast starts, I wanted to give everybody a heads up. We had some issues recording audio, Andy's audio this week, um, and so sorry for any background noises. Without further ado, here's the podcast. Welcome back everybody to the SUP Podcast. I'm your host, Bryce. And I'm Andy. And well, Mason's gone. Uh, first we lost Andy, and then he decided he wanted to come back, and now... Mason was super upset that Andy came back, so now Mason's gone, and yeah, we're just in a mad fiasco at this point. Um, sub podcast at turmoil. Yeah, I I left for some legitimate reasons, and Mason just left because apparently he doesn't like me anymore. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I mean he had actual stuff going on, so unfortunately he uh, athletes in action, right? Was it? Yeah. So yeah, he he good. wants to talk to other people besides us, which is cool. I mean, it's a good organization. Um, I know at our church we're partnering with the athletes uh, in action on campus, um, and like they're t- taking a trip to do a soccer camp in uh, African country, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So, how was your week, Andy? Crazy busy, man. So last week was Winter Carnival. Um, so Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I stayed up all night building a snow statue. I went to bed at like 7, 6.30 or 7 on Thursday morning, so that was pretty awesome. Then I slept all of Thursday and just hung out with friends a bunch on Friday. My parents came up here on Saturday, so I hung out with them, went hiking to some different waterfalls... My dad made dinner for my house on Saturday night, and then yesterday was just kind of finally get to chill a little bit, get some stuff done, watch the Super Bowl, and yeah, it's it's been busy. It's been fun. Dude, that's exciting. I know that um, this is gonna be your this is your final winter conference as a student, right? Or winter? Unfortunately, uh, yeah. Winter carnival. My bad. I I said that said that wrong. Winter conference is the crew thing. Um, so it was kind of a bittersweet end for you. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of sad. I mean, winter carnival is always a great time. Just get to be outside, get to be with friends, have an excuse to go out with friends. Um, I mean, as a college student, there's endless excuses to go out. <laughs> yeah, but this one they actually give us time off for. So. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, that's cool. I also had a pretty eventful week. I got really busy my classes are picking up so i'm doing a lot a lot of math during the week and just sitting down um lost my volleyball match dang it was really weird i had a really weird panic attack that night or that night um right after the the podcast and i think it was because i only ate a bagel all day going into the game and then um i was sitting on my butt for six hours working on homework so going kind of just lethargic to high intense volleyball is kind of um kind of intense this weekend was a little bit more laid back um you know i played a little bit of volleyball played a lot of video games which was nice to just kind of take a break and relax so yeah it was a good weekend for me as well what are you playing right now uh i'm currently playing valorant um and league of legends are like kind of my classics but what also came out last week, and I completely forgot to talk about it, Hogwarts Legacy. I, I spent the 80 bucks to get it and played it, and I've only got two hours into it so far, but it's just because 
there's not like an online component so i can't play with friends and i'm a big like social gamer you know like i like to play video games with my friends and stuff so mm-hmm. how has it been so far decent oh it's been fantastic it's uh an m it's so first of all it's an rpg um for those of you that don't know video games real well that just means role-playing game so essentially you have a character and you just are in the game and you just navigate a character and you're basically playing as a character and going through the storyline sometimes it's a first person where you actually like don't see yourself or it's third person where you're actually like control you can see the dimensions around you kind of like a outside perspective i don't know how to describe third person um i'm assuming most people would probably understand that concept but it's a third person um and let me tell you dude the the graphics are insane it's just beautiful renderings of hogwarts the stadium hogs made um and you start the game in like the first 20 minutes it's just absolutely crazy and i don't want to spoil it for people that get it but like yeah um, the biggest criticism of the game, um, like going into it, was like how they were gonna do their um, kind of like attack style, like how they were gonna make that work. Because if anybody knows the realm of Harry Potter, there's a lot of like motions, and I mean, you don't really think of like wizards fighting all the time, other than like using like things with their hands and stuff. But they use wands in Harry Potter, like for the most part. Trying to get that dynamic into a game setting instead of guns or hand magic it was kind of weird in a sense and and like i don't know how to describe it but going into the game it was like way better than anticipated it felt like classic lego harry potter but like way better if that makes sense nice that's fun i yeah i always imagine that that's really difficult and like it'd be the same thing if you were putting like Doctor Strange in a video game because he has very specific hand gestures for every spell he casts. Oh, like putting Doctor Strange in a video game? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, that kind of goes with anybody else in the that type of scene, is it? I, or like the that field? I can't like find the right word. Um, covenant? No, that's what it is. That has to be it, right? The sure. like the group of all the magic um, wielders. Sorcerers. Sorcerers, yeah. Um, it's just very difficult. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Andy, obviously, it seems like I'm very distracted right now, doesn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. Because there's something really exciting going to happen soon, and I've been trying to keep it on the DL, um, and I didn't tell you or Mason about it. Well, that's just because we're superficial friends, I mean. Yeah, we're superficial, and I can't tell you anything. I kind of hinted at it earlier, but there is a, like, I gave you the itinerary. This is, like, what I was going to do up until about 20 or 25 minutes ago, um, until I invited our special guest for the podcast today. And if you want to introduce yourself, special guest. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Noah. Noah, oh my goodness. How you been, Andy? Dude, I'm hanging in there. How are you doing? It's been a while. It has. I've been I've been good. So, nice, I originally nice, wanted nice. to get the special guest in when we had everybody uh today. Unfortunately Mason couldn't make it today. Um but this is our first of a few special guests, so 
Originally today, what I was going to plan on what we do for a podcast is we, you know, talk about the normal things um, and we could still do that. But I wanted to take the time to kind of just get to know Noah a little bit. Not that he, you know, he'd be a recurring person here, but we talked a lot about Noah um, a couple episodes ago um, when he was featured in the SUP phrase of the week, which we are also not doing this week because of our special guest. And so I figured it'd be a good opportunity for the listeners to know, you know, the man himself. What's up, everyone? Yeah, Bryce, I've only got one problem with this. I don't know how we're going to top a special guest as, as special as this one. <laughs> Get Sam. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Maybe we have it. to have both of you. <laughs> oh, that would be a great segment. We just have... We just have Noah and Sam take over the podcast for the day, and we just sit back, moderate, and just let it happen. That would be so that'd, fun. That'd be crazy. It'd be second best to my favorite memory with Noah, which is being at Gabby's house and Noah pulling up in a game of one-on-one versus <laughs> Justin, um, super iconic. And I think there's video evidence of, I believe Noah won this one one on one with that just a absolutely oh, yeah all e- easily <laughs> yeah there's evidence of that we got Noah toasting <laughs> Justin oh it was so funny it was, it was probably the greatest matchup of the century um you know LeBron getting his uh, breaking the the scoring record um, beating Kareem Abdul Jabbar last week has nothing on this one one v one basketball matchup. Let me just let me just say. Yeah, watching two very uncoordinated guys try to play basketball is quite the sight to see. I wouldn't say you guys were uncoordinated, but you could definitely tell that you didn't play basketball. <laughs> no, I did I, I did like um I wanna say sixth and seventh grade I did. But I, I wasn't put in often. <laughs> That's a big throwback. Sixth and seventh grade, man, that's a long time ago. But I remember that. That was fun. Andy, you were on that team back then? Uh, yeah, well, Noah and I might have been on different teams. Because for those years, we were split up into two different teams, I think. Yeah, it was like a white team and a blue team, right? Yeah, something like that. Well, anyway, Noah, why don't you uh, walk us through a little bit of background on yourself? Oh, well, I don't know. What do you guys want to know? Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> It all began on the day of my birth. Uh oh. And cut. <laughs> we so are a PG show. So, as your viewers obviously know, we went to high school together. I think I n- knew Bryce. I want to say we met around third grade. Yeah, probably. And then Andy, I met later in middle school through the basketball team. Yep, sounds about right. And so, Noah, what do you what do you do? What are you studying? Um, I think this is probably the most fascinating thing about you, Noah, other than like your personality. Um, I just thought after we started talking for a while, um, just recently, it was like, wow, I didn't actually see you like getting to the place where you are. And just if you want to just outline the little bit of your story, um, I think it'd be really educational and um, worthwhile to maybe like appeal to the younger audience. I know we have a couple people that listen to the show that um, are in high school right now. And I think your process that you've been explaining 
um, to me over the past couple months now, I want to say, is just like something super valuable to take away as well. Yeah. So um, I originally started college going to Fox Valley Tech. And my first year there, I was a criminal justice major or yeah, I, I don't know what you call it, tech school, having a major. Uh, anyway, um, I did that for about a year around the time of that spring semester, not only COVID happened, but um, a lot of anti-police stuff was going on. So I was just like, you know what? I, I don't want any part of this. So then the next year, I, I honestly didn't know what I wanted to do. So I was just kind of bouncing around classes. I think I was taking a lot of uh, business classes because I had the idea of doing uh, human resources in my mind. But I, that was another year of, you know, just being unhappy with what I was doing. And I eventually found out that I could do what I originally wanted to do in college, which is biology. So once I had found out that I could do that, I transferred schools. I'm currently at UWGB. I'm currently studying biology with a emphasis in cellular molecular biology with uh, my hope is to study virology, same as you, Bryce. Yeah. No, that was super cool um, when you reached out to see if we could be roommates in the future, you know, because our, our, our parents work together. So it's it's cool. We get to stay connected not just between us two but even like our parents stay connected um in that way yeah even my mom she was actually the one that originally brought that idea up to me because i guess she was talking to your mom and your mom must have mentioned you wanted to go to madison and my mom realized that's also one of the schools that i wanted to go to so she kind of told me like hey why don't you reach out to bryce and i thought you know that's a really good idea yeah and i was Brilliant idea, except for the fact that I didn't get an interview there. Yeah, and if you're not getting in, I'm definitely not getting in. So, Noah, that's a really awesome journey of, like, being aware enough to know that you're not happy where you are and just kind of waiting around to find what you're happy for. I guess maybe, like, how did you understand that you weren't happy studying what you were? Um, I just didn't get any satisfaction out of it. Whereas now with the classes I'm taking and what I want to do, it's like I actually enjoy college. Like I was, I'll be honest, I was miserable that second year, but that, that was also probably because everything was online back then. Yeah. I mean, I had a similar scenario as well. I came in as pre-PA, um, really thinking that that was going to be the way I could help other people was being like, uh, you know, just a family care uh, physician's assistant and um, instead of the police riots and stuff my trigger was COVID and I realized that I really didn't want to work in the healthcare setting but I still thought it was super fascinating and that's how I found the world of virology was because literally everything around us was COVID this COVID that and right. uh, even though we were sent home and you know quarantined and stuff like I thought it was a really great opportunity to not only like build myself up financially, but also to discover and understand a little bit more about why is this such this so important. Um, and I mean, there, that's a really hot topic in general, uh, which kind of gets political 
it used to get political, but I think it's kind of died off now. Um, but uh, just studying and like understanding why this became so important other than, you know. Yeah. And like my thing with that too, is like with a lot of biology stuff, we almost know everything, but with viruses, there's so much that we don't know. And that's what made that part appealing to me as well. It literally like something that mutates so fast that it changes every hour, basically, if you think mm -hmm. about it. Um, and something so diverse that our taxonomical naming system fails at the viral virus level because we can only classify, you know, it's what kingdom. Oh, shoot. What is it? Kingdom dom or no domain kingdom phylum class order family genus species subspecies you know whatever that, that like, sounds about right but you only like four of those you can do from species to genus to order family or family order yeah whatever that whatever that is it, it's it's limited and basically there's no like there's no like evolutionary at least from the sense of dna and sequencing there's no evolutionary like origin to the viruses that we know of so which is really cool so would you guys rather be like the person discovering and sequencing the virus or would you rather be um like creating uh vaccines for the virus me personally i always thought that discovering and sequencing them would be the cool part for me, it's it's not it's kind of the discovering, and it's kind of it's a little, little bit of a mix of both. Um, because as I've mentioned before, like I'm going to get my PhD to become a professor first, and then the virology part is just kind of like icing on the cake. So for me, it's more of I want to be able to inspire somebody to be able to discover it. Um, but I also want to be able to use my knowledge and apply it to develop vaccines to understand the systems better. Because there's a lot of different virus systems that aren't just are just not well studied because a they don't exist in humans and therefore nobody actually cares about them. No offense to anybody that studies non-human viruses, <laughs> um, but that's just kind of how the world views it. And then b even though in within the human systems they evolve and mutate so rapidly that if we don't use the knowledge that we develop and gain right away to attack it then that by the by the time you blink it's already a, a, a different virus and it i mean you can get general um, vaccine treatments and different viral uh, antivirals generally too um but i mean we saw what happened with the covid pandemic right we started getting variants left and right and started questioning the effic efficacy of the vaccine so yeah that makes sense so noah what does your educational path forward look like are you graduating this spring next year um i'll be graduating next fall um i'm still looking at schools to apply to uh so i might take a gap well i'm if I do end up getting into Madison, I'm going to have to take a gap year because I think they only have fall admissions. Oh. So, um, yeah. This is true. Yeah, I th I think the only time we could pl apply in was for the fall cycle. So, Yeah, 
Um, I don't know if any other schools start in the spring, but um, I know a professor that I currently have, she she had actually recommended gap years because that allows to get more research experience, which is, I think it's one of the main things most grad schools care about is uh, the amount of research experience you got. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm yeah. going to be doing that and hopefully getting uh, a PhD to do research. Okay, so would you stay, like, in academia then? Are you thinking, like, uh, like a big company or one of the national labs or something like that? You know, I'm not sure about academia. Um, it is a possibility. Um, but my main thing that I wanted to do is work in, like, a big lab or... Heck, even start my own. Yeah, those the avenues for academia and starting your own company, um, especially in the sciences, is probably like one of the easier routes of doing it. I want to say, um, just because you have <laughs> labor there for you, um, <laughs> and also like a lot of connections and resources that are provided, um, and it looks good for the university, but. Yeah, so are you doing research right now then, Noah? Yes, I, I actually am. you mind talking um, about what you're working on? Uh, yeah, we're s- studying the effects that a plant has on the human immune system. That's exciting. Yeah, I don't know if I'm allowed to say the full thing, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it there. Oh, that's okay. I mean, let's save it for uh, a big national conference talk and then... Then you're really cutting your words short so that people don't grab your mute ideas. <laughs> um, I was going to jump ship to less science-y um, and more person, personality kind of thing. So obviously a very busy man being a college student, um, especially in the STEM field. But what do you like to do on your free time? Uh, in my free time, if I'm not studying i'm i either go to the gym and work out i'll read a book or uh play video games eddie what kind of book are you reading uh, uh what am i currently reading <laughs> oh yeah uh angels and demons uh by dan brown it's the first book of the uh the da vinci code series ah i've heard good things about that series yeah yeah i remember we read the da vinci code in high school, and I really enjoyed the book, so I thought, why not read the series? Andy, are you reading any books right now? Um, nothing too interesting right now. Just some um, old saint books, so kind of like the apostolic church fathers, like that. Oh, that's exciting. I think that's actually pretty fascinating. Are those like, you know, forgive me for my mal knowledge but are those like letters and stuff that they wrote or like bibliographies or are they just more of like theological records if that makes sense or like historical records of the development yeah so the the ones i'm reading right now are the letters of saint ignatius of antioch um who was considered to be a second century bishop and so he's writing to like different cities kind of the same way that Paul did. He's also writing to uh, some of his friends who are also disciples. Um, and then the other one is uh, Clement of Rome, kind of a similar scenario there. No, that's 
that's really cool. Yeah, I was just gonna say that <laughs> the book I'm reading right now is the Bible. Um, it's a uh, number one top seller. <laughs> <laughs> Noah, in the video game department, we started off this podcast actually um, before you joined in, um, talking about the new Harry Potter game. Um, <laughs> And I know that that's been a discussion between the two of us lately. So um, why Slytherin? Um, I took a Harry Potter quiz, and that was the house I got sorted into. Hmm. Interesting. Andy, do you have a uh, house? Uh, I do not. But, you know, everybody wants to be Gryffindor, but not everybody can be Gryffindor. So I respect it, Noah. I respect it. I feel like Andy would be a, a Slytherin, too, just deep down. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm an evil person? I am kind of malicious sometimes, God. aren't I? Slytherin's not necessarily yeah, evil. Not necessarily evil, yeah. I mean, look at um, Malfoy. He had a huge character arc. Nape. That's true. Nape, yeah. Good good call. Um, I mean, if you talk about Crab Goyle, you know, Tom Riddle, you know, they, they didn't really have quite the character arc. Yeah, that's true. You guys fair. had to guess what I am. I mean, actually, no one knows what I am. Andy, if you had to guess what I am, what do you think I would be? Mm, you're a Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yep, that is that is me. Am I right? What gave it away? Uh, I don't know, because you're kind of wicked smart. That That's it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> First of all, I want to just point out that I'm not wicked smart. Um, I am educated to the degree that the internet and my professors apply to me so smart is in this might be getting a little philosophical i think is way too broad of a term um so if you told me i was decent at my discipline or you sound smart for your discipline i would take those over um just smart in general because if you if anybody's ever noticed i am a horrible speller um i'm learning from this semester, I'm a horrible mathematician. I would say I'm bad at history, but I, I think I'm pretty good at history. Yeah, but Bryce, your Bryce, your standard for being bad at math is like not being able to do calc two. Most people never make it to calculus. Yeah, a lot of people struggle with pre calc. Noah, did you struggle with pre calc? Yes. So did I. Okay, maybe not Clister's class, but I struggled with calc one. So well, I will accept the fact that I am in quotes, smart. But I would say Noah's equally as smart. And Andy, you might be lesser than us, but that's just reality. That is actually reality, yeah. That was supposed to make you laugh. I was being sarcastic about that. I was being 100% serious. All I've got is a really good memory, and that's about it. Noah, what's your shining attribute? Oh, I don't know. I feel like um, you're really hard to pick just one. <laughs> I'm really good at retaining useless information. Aha. I wish Mason was back here. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have a contest then. <laughs> we would have a contest. Noah's pulling up against Mason. We'll have, to, we'll have to do that sometime. We'll put it in the episode with Sam and Noah going at it. Um, a three-way battle. Three-way battle. So, Noah, what, what type of information do you have? Oh, God. Um, a lot of information about, like, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I guess a big one for me right now is uh, anything to do with the game Resident Evil, just because that's probably what I'm playing the most right now. 
Uh, so yeah, just a bunch of useless stuff on like movies and video games, um, TV shows. <laughs> but when it comes to actual school stuff, that's where it's like I really got to focus to try and remember. That's fair. I mean, it's a lot easier to memorize and remember things that pique your interest, and that's why I think when this kind of ties back into that smart thing is like certain things are fascinating to other people and that's why it sticks so much and that's why people can present themselves as smart it's just because those things come and click easier because it's fascinating to the individual not necessarily that they can't learn it it's just fascinating to them does that make sense i don't know i'm not a psychologist though yeah that's why i've got like math has just always made sense in my head and so that's why i've got like some crazy numbers and constants memorized Partially because I use them a lot, but also because they're just stuck in my head. So um, this week, you know, there's a lot that did happen in the world. Uh, We did touch on a little bit last week um, with the Chinese balloon that was shot down. Um, But there's also other international things that happened. Um, So I just wanted to kind of like shout out the people in Syria right now. Um, in Turkey that underwent those really horrible earthquakes that just, man, when nature just decides, nope, it's kind of some of the scariest things in the world. And so I just wanted to like touch on that situation right now and like get your guys' opinions and uh, feelings um, towards the situation. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously prayers for all the people in that region because it is an incredibly scary thing to go through um not to get too lost in the analytical side of this but how scary is that where it's something you have like no control over and you know like there's nothing you can do to stop it it's not like a a car crash or anything like that where you're driving the car and you at least have some control you're just in the middle of it yeah my thing with that is um my heart goes out to those people just because imagine just losing everything just one day out of the blue yeah i mean the country is definitely not like i don't think they're i think they're second world countries they're like what they're called considered developing countries um not like the third world countries that are like really like behind on technology and just advancements but um so rebuilding and stuff is really tough for these types of economies and um yeah i i pour pour out my sympathy as well um to them kind of touching on andy's point like my biggest fear is natural disasters um and so if you guys ever like went through the list of schools that i went through they're all in regions where there isn't a lot of natural disasters to occur. And I know I'm fortunate enough to live in the United States where, you know, if something happened, the community and we'd be able to rally and stuff, but like take that. I mean, for me, it's just a fear, but like for them, it's a reality that they have to fight against. And then on top of that, they also have to like rebuild their lives around. And I just, that's just so crazy. It's mind blowing. And it's not like they can just, pick up and move right they were they were born there and like you mentioned it's kind of second world country-ish so it's not like people can just say oh we have the money to disappear and go somewhere else or anything like that this is what they live with 
yeah, so we pour our hearts out to the people in Turkey and Syria. Um, I know this is a little bit of a shorter area, talk and segment about it, but I really felt like it was important that we um, addressed it um, just because, you know, there's a lot of things that go on in this world and, um, you know, the, between the war and uh, Ukraine right now and constant battle of, you know, Israel and, you know, the northern African countries, which I still, I think they're still undergoing terrorism. Um, I, we just pour out as a, a podcast family to you guys. Um, all the, I mean, if you guys are able, if you are listening, um, and to those that um, are fortunate enough to not be in any of these situations, um, you know, I'll leave a link in the description for, um, you know, a Turkey and Syria um, relief fund. Um, if you guys want to donate to that, um, but we just ask that you guys pray for these people, keep them in your hearts, um, and you know support them whether it's through faith, um, you know just keeping them in your heads or you know monetary donations. That'd be great. Another piece of international news though is this weekend the U.S. shot down four things over the Great Lakes. Um, at one point, I saw that there was one in Alaska. Um, and then I just read an article recently that there was four things shot over the weekend that landed in the different Great Lakes um, that are supposedly from China again. Um, so we talked about this last week, but I think that's kind of crazy. Like never in the in my life or really in history that I can remember have I heard of something like this, like the United States needing to shoot down things over... I guess technically the Great Lakes are international water, but like Canada, U.S. international water. Yeah, I mean, supposedly China was saying that we've sent stuff over to them. Um, but if we think about it this way, like last time we had an invasion, invasion in quotes, um, was Pearl Harbor. Um, other than, unless you count 9-11, but that, that was an internal thing as well. Um so that I mean, the, I can't think of any other historical moments where we've had uncharted surveillance or activity from a foreign country in the United States, which is kind of weird. So, well, and and at that point, Hawaii was still just a territory. Like we are talking yeah. about the continental United States and the regions that are actually states, and you know. Alaska, love the state, isn't necessarily critical to infrastructure, but the Great Lakes sure are. Yeah, 100%. And the only reason why they shot them down over that is because no civilians live on the Great Lakes. So it's kind of crazy that we have something that's in the air that, like, is going right across from us, but we can't do anything about it because we live here. And so we have to allow it to pass over civilians. I don't know. It's just crazy. Crazy, crazy stuff. Noah, Noah, do you have any thoughts on that? No, pretty much everything you guys said, honestly. Okay, Noah, well, thanks for joining us today. I know Thank I you for having me. Kind of last minute um, threw it out to you. I was debating whether or not I wanted to do it this episode, knowing that Mason wasn't here, but then I was like, I think this would be a really good time. And so I jumped off of instinct and invited you here. And I'm so happy that you joined us. Thank you for sharing everything. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was nice to somewhat catch up with you both. It's good to hear from you again, man. It's been too long. Yeah, it, it really has. We'll have to have you back on, talk a little more. Yeah, I mean, I would love to. Of course, we, we'll make it happen in the future for sure. 
All right. Have a good one, Noah. Yeah, you too. See you guys. All right. Well, that just about concludes it. Anything? Any final remarks tonight, Andy? Um, I don't know. Keep your head up, and I guess, kind of like Noah said, look for the thing that makes you happy when you're uh, going forward in your life, whether that be what you're studying in school or or what you're doing for a job, because the reality is you're going to spend a lot of time in both of those situations, and if you hate what you're doing, you're not going to be you're not going to be happy with how your life turns out. So. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I mean, both of us are going in that time period where we're like transitioning into that next phase of our life. You said last week that you accepted a job. Um, I'm still, I have an interview on Friday, my first interview for a PhD school. So like, it's a crazy kind of time period for the both of us. Um, and I think it's a great time for us to be able to share this message because it's scary. And we remember, I'm, I'm at least for me, I remember being in high school and being like, what am I going to do with my life? And now we're actually doing that with our lives. Yep, exactly. So thank you everybody for listening. Um, it's been fun. Um, I think we're getting closer to the end of our first season. So, you know, share this podcast with your friends, your family. Um, and if you have any ideas at all, um, I do have a bank of ideas that I'm stocking up for future episodes. But if you have any ideas, reach out to us. Any feedback at all, just uh, contact any of us and we'd love to hear from you guys. Yeah, if you guys if you guys like what we're doing, tell us because we'd love to keep doing it. Yeah, for sure. With that being said, it's been Bryce and Andy, and we'll see y'all next week.